Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide, Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Before we get started today, I wanted to invite y'all into something very special. If you resonate with this energy that we're expressing here, then this is something that you will probably enjoy. It's an opportunity to deepen with our community and expand your current network of creatives. We now have a program here at Awakening Genius that is designed to help you embody the infinite creative potential that you have. We all have equal amounts of creative possibility living within us, and it's our work to embody it and ground it so that we can consciously co-create a world together. Now, some of us don't identify with the label artist, but being an artist is not about whether you express yourself through a specific medium like painting or drawing. Being an artist is the level of presence you hold when you do anything. That's why an original painting is infinitely more valuable than a print because the artist actually interacted with that painting and infused it with their energy and consciousness. Art is an energetic transmission and it's not limited to the things we traditionally think of as art. When your grandmother cooks you a meal and infuses it with love, that is artistry in action. So inside of the Awakening Genius container, You learn how to cultivate high vibrational energy into the temple of your body through yogic practices. And then you will practice wielding that energy through creative exercises with community and play shops led by a diverse range of creatives. So you can express your artistry however you choose to. If that sounds intriguing to you and you wanna learn more and you wanna deepen with us, go visit www.awakeninggenius.club The link is also in the show notes, so you can access it there. We're looking forward to building with you, and now let's get into the episode. special episode of Awakening Genius. A lot of strength required to be here walking this path, but it's so essential. I have my dad sitting in my living room right now, which is very significant because for the most part of my life, we've been disconnected. But here we are sitting across from each other, working it out because it's that time. So what's up, pops? Hello, how are you? I'm great. Great. This is his first time in California ever. How has your experience been? It's been surreal. Everything I was told and a lot more. Very special. Yeah. So just to give y'all some backstory around how it is that we're sitting in my living room right now, it's a common thing that people have childhood trauma. And everyone has trauma in general, 
but everyone usually gets some childhood trauma. And then when we were disconnected, my dad and I, that was traumatic for me as a child. And I think so much so, it started to become an unconscious block to intimacy in some of my relationships. So over the course of growing up, I've had challenges with intimacy or letting people in or my abandonment wounds. And I'm sure that's affected you in some ways too. Are there any ways you can think of that has affected you? Well, as far as connecting, I don't know if I can recall right now, but I know that the desire to be more grounded and get a deeper connection with people I interact with has always been at the top of my energy. So getting there is not as easy as I would always like for it to be. That's always the way, direction I'm pushing, try to get closer. Right. I've been on my path of spiritual awakening for pretty much the whole time I've been out in California for the past 11 years. And I believe that the healing process can be greatly illustrated with visualizing three concentric circles. At the smallest circle, it's the process of healing yourself. And that requires being alone and getting to know yourself and taking responsibility for your feelings and your experience and letting go of victimization because we've all had things that have happened to us and they're different But if you feel like things are happening to you and not for you, then you feel disempowered. Whereas if you feel like things are happening for you, then they're providing you the opportunity to practice positive virtues. Then you can grow. Obviously, that's easier said than done. So in this situation, I have the ability to practice a lot of positive virtues like compassion, forgiveness, or acceptance as opposed to anger or bitterness or any of those things. So I just started doing this meditation training and that was another modality I was learning to heal with. And my meditation teacher was a black guy who also moved from the South and came here on a spiritual quest. And he felt almost like a father figure. And when I was going to the last day of training, I was having a really hard time because I was also doing a cleanse. So things were coming out of me as I was going deeper in. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I have this man who was like a father figure and he can guide me through these things. But then I realized that any substitute for your actual father is never going to quench that inner longing. So even though we hadn't spoken in a while, when was the last time we saw each other? Victoria's graduation. So that was like five years ago. At least. Yeah, at least. So it had been over five years and we had communicated sporadically online or different places, but I decided I was just going to give him a call and I did and he picked up and then what happened on your end, Dad? And I was overjoyed. I shared the conversation with Misty and I knew I just had to take advantage of the opportunity and jump on a plane and get out here and make it happen. It was an opportunity that I've been waiting for for a long time. I just tried to keep myself open and available. And so it happened. Yeah. And we got to that place, I believe, because the conversation started with me telling you what was going on in the present moment about the blocks I was experiencing and then also wanting to share about my trauma and the way it's affected my life. And because I had done the healing work on myself, 
which is that first concentric circle, I was able to communicate it in a matter of fact way. This is my experience as opposed mm-hmm. to this is what you did to me. Did you feel that? Yeah, I felt that you were really coming from a place of peace. I wasn't afraid. I didn't feel unsure about what would happen when I got here. I just knew that it was going to be good. There's a big chance to put doubt and uncertainty into the equation, but that wasn't a part of it. Right. As I could tell just from our interactions, even though they were sporadic, like you said, that we were both seeking the right. Yeah. So he got on a plane and a couple of weeks after we had that call, he landed in California. First time in California, I picked him up from the airport. And the first thing we did was smoke a joint because <laughs> this is California and that's legal here. And it was a bonding moment, but also he has some nerve problems in his spine. So mm-hmm. it was a medicinal thing. So then we went into Erwan, which is my favorite grocery store, community spot where they have really high vibe food. And we just got really great food and had a conversation where we were stoned and had a lot of deja vu mm-hmm. and synchronicities and gaps where we would forget what we were talking about and then laugh and then come back around to it 10 minutes later. Yeah, it was a beautiful start. What were some of your favorite moments of the experience now that we're in the final hours of it? In general, the openness of our communication was unbelievable. I just like being here and experiencing the way you live. You live true to yourself. You walk in a place that is special and we are comfortable there. So being around you and then this whole environment, as I keep telling you, on the beach, the silent disco, everybody just being free and enjoying life, not worried about seeing people not worried about what other people are, how they're being perceived, what people might think about what they're doing. That's a good feeling. Just zooming down the the boardwalk on a scooter. Simple stuff. That's good. Yeah, that's simple freedom because you grew up in Waycross, Georgia, which is in South Georgia. Population what? Uh, Now maybe about 18,000. When I grew up, it was probably close to 14 or 13. Right. So... I don't remember a whole lot about it because I was younger, but my understanding of it was that it's not a place of openness and encouragement of expansion and spirituality in the way that this place is. It stops. Yeah. So as we were catching up and you were catching me up on family history and different things people had been through, I could see that you have some of the gifts I have and... I guess that's obvious because that's where they come from. But I was in environments that allowed me to be nurtured in the expansion of those gifts. And part of me coming here was being able to surround myself with people who are already in this world and know how to usher me forward into it. And now I feel like I get to usher you into it so that you're able to reconnect with those aspects internally. Yeah, it's like I was saying to you, a little earlier, it's hard to leave because the environment going back to Atlanta is different place, different vibe. So I know I got to go, but I don't want to go. 
Yeah, it's definitely different. But there's this saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm -hmm. And as we were exploring this weekend, yes, the other places are obviously different. But if you make an internal commitment to a certain vibration that you want to experience and also make choices that align to that vibration, maybe eating the food that you want to eat that's going to align you with that place or supporting conscious media and the artistry that you want to hear more of and see more of in the world, the type of music I've been playing, you my music, and you just attract those people and that energy into your space. And that's the beauty of social media, because if you put out the energy that you're interested in, then people can see that and they gravitate to you and you mm -hmm. can connect with people you wouldn't have otherwise. I mean, there's a dark way to use social media. It can suck your whole life away. That's anything. That's a tool. But if you use it in the right way, you can attract the right community. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm gonna, going to encourage you like I encourage my brother to come and spread your love in our. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the purpose of us reconnecting and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's an outward expansion that's happening and also an inner expansion that we're building on right mm -hmm. now. It's like a trampoline almost. And the home is the trampoline that you jump from and you go up and out to the world and explore and you come back down to home and then you go up and each time you go up, you take what you can from the mm -hmm. higher realms and bring it back down to share it and disperse it. So one thing we were talking about doing was we did the silent disco while he was out here and it's kind of like a wellness activity with meditation or breath work. But then you also have the opportunity to just have a silent disco, like on the beach, watching the sunset, dancing in the water, right by the ocean with everyone has their own set of headphones. And it's just about spreading joy for joy's sake. And people walk by and they notice all the people having a good time and it opens their mind to the possibility of a different way of relating, different ways of connecting. It's very simple, music, connection, sunset. Yeah, the second time we went and we caught, we walked up yesterday, right at the sunset, and everybody was going more so into the spiritual side of their existence and away from their bodies. And everybody was on the ground in a circle, and the sun was beautiful, the set, sunset was beautiful, music was nice. And then after that serene, peaceful moment, then the music slowly amps back up and you start to get back into your body and that whole thing is good it was good to see people doing that just infectious i told you i sent it to a just like real short video clip to one of my friends and he was like what is going on on the beach and then i explained it to him and he joked about it at first and then he said well maybe you should bring a little bit of that back yep you get into people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Yep, we should do that. Definitely. The universe shows us. A big part of this trip for me, because this has been interesting on a lot of levels, but a big part of the trip for me was just asking you about your life and what it was like for you growing up and about your brothers and your father, because I didn't know any of that stuff. And hearing the stories of our family and their journeys and their traumas and their demons and your journey and all that just helped me to humanize the situation for everybody. And 
it's almost everything in my life was preparing me for this moment, right? Because my whole soul's process when I was meeting strangers on the street allowed me the ability to hold space and listen without judgment. And I think that the difficulty before in us connecting, and maybe this is difficult for all of us, is that when we're experiencing a situation that's painful, it's so hard to be present for it. And because it's so painful, you want to judge the other person and shut down and see them as a threat or an enemy. But it's a huge accomplishment to realize that there are no others. No one is actually trying to harm you. They're just acting from the level of consciousness that they have at that time. Everyone's a human being and everyone is imperfect. That's what it means to be human. But if people were not imperfect, then we wouldn't have the opportunity to practice compassion or forgiveness or any of those high virtues. And I think we have recognized in history that the people that exemplify these high ideals are very inspirational. You know, whether it's Martin Luther King and nonviolence and Nelson Mandela and forgiveness after he came out of prison, he could have said, that was wrong. You were wrong to put me in prison, right? But that attitude doesn't create peace. A problem cannot be solved at the same level it was created. So at some point, someone has to choose a higher way of being. And that's what we've been embodying. And I know I personally feel lighter. So I just realized I don't want to carry the energies of judgment or anger or those types of things with me on my back, because those are just a weight that make me feel heavy and take me away from my natural vibration of joy, you mm -hmm. know, however conscious I, I've been of that or not. Sometimes I was and sometimes I wasn't, but I don't want to hold it anymore. So I'm saying that because it feels we've missed a lot of time, me growing up, being connected, but I also believe that everything happens the way it's supposed to. And it's good to trust and allow things to play out how they will. So I'm sorry for holding on to that energy. And that was a, my part of bridging a divide between us. And I'm glad we're reconnected now. And will you forgive me for holding the grudge and negative energy? Definitely. And I want you to forgive me for being absent. I have a photo of you. Crying is a good release. So what I was about to try to say was I have a photo of you. that I took during one of your visits, you know, our times together. And I forget how old you were, but you were a little kid and you had this big smile and... So like I keep that, you know, on the, on the, um, on the vanity when I, in the bathroom. So I see it every day and every night.
And that person that I remember in that photo is the person that I'm experiencing now. It's really good. It's good to be here. Thank you. It's good to have you here. And it is good to be free. Yep. And it's good to love and be loved. Yeah. So thanks for coming. I love you. I love you too. And my art and the expressions that I share have always been part of my process. And I'm happy to be able to share them with all of you right now on this podcast. And I'm grateful for my dad's vulnerability to participate in the sharing. And what I wanted to show in this process is that we all have trauma and we all have things that have affected our lives. And those things feel really heavy. And as a society, we have collective traumas. And it's like, how do we move forward? as simple as reconnecting and letting things go? It can be. There has to be a lot of work before you can get to the place where you're ready to let shit go, but it's possible to move on from our past and to forgive. So I hope this serves as some inspiration to heal whatever is holding you back from your highest excitement and your truest essence and your joy. We believe in you and we love you and we're really all one human family that got a little bit off course and now we're coming back. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's a good, once the love starts to grow, it's infectious. I just see a lot of good things coming here in other relationships. Yep. It all starts from inside. I read something today that someone said in an egg, when energy comes from the outside, it crushes the egg and life ends. But when energy comes from the inside, life begins. So we're starting from the inside and now we're sending it out. So this shit is about to pop off. Love is a verb. You can hear it now. You can feel it. It's an energy that we're broadcasting and we'll be bringing live for your own silent disco awakening. This is the now age. We have fun. We live in joy. We spread positive energy wherever we go. So that is this week's episode. Thanks for being here, fam. Tell them, tell them peace, pops. Peace, love, happiness. We out. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Connect with us on social media at Awakening Genius. And if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode, you can go to awakeninggenius.club. This is Dijon. Much love. Peace.